I like starting people on this concept I've called bookending. So it's starting your day with a morning routine. I call that pregame planning. And then ending your day with an evening routine, which we call the victory lap. The morning routine is what are the top three things you want to have happen today that are important to you? That just, they have to get done no matter what. And, and when you complete them at the end of the day, when you're doing your victory lap, you can say this is a good day. Well, that was special guest Scott Jagosinski talking about ways he helps men over 50 with their daily mindset. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, co-host of Retire Repurposed. Thank you so much for joining us today. So many podcasts out there to choose from. So we are honored that you are taking time and spending it with us today. Well, be honest. Do you believe your life, it just is what it is? There might be areas of your life that you wish were different, but you really don't believe there's any real way to change. Well, our guest today believes you just don't have to accept your current state of affairs. On today's episode, we bring back special guest Scott Jagosinski. Scott founded an organization called Argent Alpha, where he helps men over 50 years old implement strategies to become their healthiest, strongest selves. He believes that there's two distinctly different ways to approach life. Number one, your default settings versus number two, your designed settings. Your default settings will likely not ultimately get you the life and health that you want. In this podcast, Scott will uncover five critical areas of your life that if you make even small changes will unlock better mental, physical, and spiritual health. Enjoy this episode. All right, so excited. I got Scott Jagosinski back on the show here today. Scott, thanks again for joining us. Hey, great to be here, Jared. Thanks for having me. This is now the third time we've had you on the show. Uh, we've talked about mindset. We've talked about limiting beliefs. We've talked about uh, fitness for men over 50. We've kind of covered the gamut, and I think uh, we're going we're gonna to go a lot deeper on today's show. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to it. You have an organization called Argent Alpha, and this is to help people, mostly men, more specifically over 50, just get healthy. But you're talking about health in all realms of the field, right? Yeah, I mean, we focus exclusively on men over 50. So not mostly, exclusively men over 50. And But yeah, it's everything we do is about really making the second half of life the best half of life. And we believe that starts with having a firm foundation in health. And um, I mean, I always quote the, a man with his health has a thousand dreams. A man without his health has one. So that's that's the foundations that uh, that caused us to start this thing, and we're uh, growing and helping a lot of guys. I, I love it, and uh, I, I I'm 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 a fan of you. I'm a fan of just being in in physical you know good shape, and I think it's something that is just not discussed enough uh, in the retirement conversation. The money always gets discussed. The life sometimes gets discussed. And it seems like the physical and relational sides just kind of get left to, to the wayside. So um, I, I'm so excited that we're having uh, our conversation again today. You know, you're a guy that stays in shape. We're going to talk more about physical fitness today. Um, but just let's just kind of just talk about like how, w- what are some of the major m- things that you see with men over 50 where they're, where, where they allow their physical life to just kind of fall by the wayside. Why do you, why does that happen? Is it just an age thing? Is this a societal thing? How would you, how would you put your finger on that? What's it, you know, the guys that work that we work with are all um, high performing, successful businessmen. And so what typically happens, it happened to me, you're in your mid thirties, your business is growing, your family's growing and, and something's got to give. And this sort of insidious thing happens year after year. It's subtle. It creeps up on you. 
you get into sort of a rut with your fitness and things just go down. Now, I never got off the rails. I didn't gain 100 pounds or do anything crazy like that. But, you know, right now, my, my healthy weight is around 200 to 205 pounds. I think I got up to 225, but it really wasn't the weight. It was just more like um, I felt like I was getting soft, losing the cage, losing my edge, losing my mojo. And that you really hit me like about my mid to late 40s. And so that window of time, and, and I would argue most men in that window – don't listen because they're too busy growing and, and, and creating. And, and, and so that's why the age, the 50 is kind of the magic mark. It's like, you know, you're, you know, whether you're at the halfway mark or not, it's a, it's a time to pause. And so uh, it just, ha- it happens to almost everybody. You're an exception. I mean, you're, you're not quite to that number yet. You're in great shape. So you're, you're bucking the trend, but it happens to a lot of guys. They fall into that trap. I, I, I can see how it again it just happens over time. Um I, I my story I used to be I used to be a college athlete. So I played college basketball until I was twenty three years old and uh still ate like a college athlete once I got into my mid and upper twenties and all of a sudden I woke up and I was two fifty five. By the way, I sit just under two hundred now. Um, and I'm six foot six, but, um, that was, it, it got, it, it can get away from you really fast. Mm-hmm. And I think as you get older, it, it's harder to buck the trend and get back. But I think you would be, a, you would be an advocate that no matter what age you are, it's never too late to, to, to buck some of these trends and try to make some changes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, some of my guys kind of laugh at my, my pithy statements that I always go to, but one of them is it's never too late until it is. And so, Hey, the guys have these pattern interrupts. You had everybody's had a friend who's dropped dead from a heart attack. They've got that cancer diagnosis. So there is a point where it is too late. So um, if you don't get a pattern interrupt, and I hope you don't create your own pattern interrupt and start making the change so, because it's coming, man. Um, and create your own pattern interrupt. That's one of the messages I send to your audience today is if it, it make it happen for you versus happening to you. Mm, yeah. That's a good point because again, it's not about necessarily longevity. I mean, longevity is important. You know, I mean, obviously we all want to live a long time, but I want to feel good. Like yeah. I want to, I want to be engaged. I want to be able to move around. I, I don't want to hurt. And and there's just some of that that's just naturally going to come. But I would say, you know, I'm, I'm at the recording of this podcast. I'm almost, almost 45 years old. I'm not old, but I'm also not young. And when I'm going through seasons where I feel like I, I'm taking my health seriously, I just feel better. I, I don't know how else to say. It. I feel better mentally. I feel better spiritually. Um, it, 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 there's just no negative side effects to just really taking your physical health seriously. Well, I think a, a lot of your audience is in that pre-retirement or maybe retired. And so you've worked your life, built up this nest egg. And then for what? to go into scarcity mode and live in a cave and not live your life. And to me, it's like that just the, the, the overall retirement model is about, uh, isn't about what it should be. It's about scarcity. Don't run out of money. You know, Hey, be happy getting 4%. There's all these things that are just like, well, man, I lived my whole life living the opposite of that, taking risks, growing, learning, being curious. Why would I stop being that guy? So the, the, the whole retirement sort of ethos has always been, um, something that I think has been backwards. And, and I get it. You, you, you may shift out. You may not be in the earning mode. You may be living off assets. So you got to take some smart um, steps to protect yourself. But I think your mindset, the more you embrace a growth mindset in the second half of life, life just gets better. And I'm seeing it with, you know, mm. four dozen guys right now who are all doing this and they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're leaning into life in their fifties and sixties. Great. Well, I, I think it's a great message and I appreciate uh, your, this, uh, even that statement, because I think a lot of people listening uh, don't believe that. 
And so we're here to kind of bust some myths uh, even on today's show. Uh, we're titling today's show Default Versus Design. This is a part of your program and kind of uh, some steps that, that that you walk your your clients and, and your men through. But let's let's just kind of intro high level. What do you mean by default versus design? Yeah, so we all have standards in our life, whether we realize it or not, and they tend to be default standards. So you you get up at a certain time of day. That's a standard. You you um, you eat meals a certain way. You have a standard. You deliver your if you're working, you work a certain way to a standard. You either work out or don't. That's a standard. And so for most of us, default standards tend to cause us to drift away from our best self. We're we're not going to optimize performance based on default standards. So the whole idea is like, well, let's design them then. What, what's, what needs to be true to be a high-performing, uh, optimal human being, especially for, for me, for my guys, for men over 50? And so we design standards in five key areas. And then as guys capture those and they become habits, we raise the standards. And uh, so that's, that's really the – he distilled everything down of what we do in Argent Alpha. It's creating design standards and making them non-negotiable. You had said that the default design – uh, is really designed, so to speak, to sabotage us, or it does sabotage us. Give us some examples of that. So, I mean, the example I gave uh, a mid thirties guy going to his fifties, um, he just gets into a rut habits develop. It just becomes a new normal. And I think that carries over in your fifties. So let, let's just pick, um, let's pick mindset. So if you don't have a designed mindset of, of setting intentions, having goals, working towards your future self, you tend to fall into that trap of scarcity and I'm getting old. You start telling yourself different stories of what you can't do versus what you can do. Um, you get in a little bit of the glory days or good old days. And um, I mean, Condoleezza Rice said, never be the former anything. And so I love that quote because uh, I've met a lot of guys. Who, hey, what do you do? And they'll, they'll talk about what they used to do. And I said, no, no. What do you do right now? It's great what you did. You know, we all did things. We all have a past. And I think that's the shift that uh, you you can make that when you start designing your life, designing standards, creating a future self. I, I think that, that, that that's huge. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that so many people, um, they think that their best age or their best uh, season of life was in the past. Or if they're younger, perhaps they, they may think it's in the future. And uh, that's just not the case. Um, you know, I mean, we could all we could all argue over what's the most optimal age. Well, the most optimal age is whatever age you are right now. So take what you have, and uh, be as intentional with you uh, with it as you can. Let's go through some of these five these five things you mentioned. The first one already, but let's kind of break this one down a little bit more. The first of five areas that you focus on is mindset. We've talked about that uh, at length already on some of the shows, but I mean, the, the, we can't talk about it enough. Scarcity is the default. Scarcity is really what um, life teaches us to do. How do we start to shift that? Where do you start when you when you have somebody that's over fifty uh, uh, and you can see this mindset by what they say or how they think? Where do you begin to try to break that down and, and, and shift it? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think it all starts with having an awareness of what a fixed mindset is versus a growth mindset. So Carol Dweck, uh, D W E C K, she wrote a book called Mindset. And uh, a fixed mindset is, this is just the hand I'm dealt. It's, it's kind of cast in stone. I am what I am. And whatever my life is, it is. A growth mindset is, you believe you're capable of learning new things, adapting, changing, and growing. And so I think when I talk to guys, 
one, I always joke, like nobody contacts me who's in a fixed mindset because they don't believe it's going to work. So I, I only get neutral plus to growth mindset guys. Mm-hmm. And so, but within that, um, they have a belief like, Hey, maybe there is a better future in front of me. Maybe I can get back to performing at a higher level. Um, and so that, I think that's where it starts. Jared is, is you, if you believe that you have it, if Henry Ford had a quote that summarizes, whether you think you can or can't either way, you're right. So it starts with that. So if you think you can, you're absolutely right. If you think you can't, you're absolutely right. I, I, I've heard it uh, described as abundant. You know, you talk about, you know, fixed versus growth, you know, scarcity versus abundance. I mean, it, we're kind of speaking the same language depending on what book you read or who you're listening to. Um, I've heard it explained that abundance really is a mindset because we want to always, we always want to tie growth and abundance to finances, which may or may not be true. And the truth of it is, is that you can adapt that mindset, whether you have it or not, because it's in, it's, it's how we think. Again, if going back to, to, to the Bible, it's a, it's a, it's a renewing of the mind. And once you start adapting that mindset and you start thinking differently, now all of a sudden you're kind of, are you kind of putting into, in the motion for that to come, uh, to kind of be manifested into the physical? How, how do you, how do you kind of, how do you, how do you articulate that? kind of that pathway of thought. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now, 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now, 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah, I think. Well, well, I, th- I think a couple thoughts in that. One, one, I, I, I agree with you. I think these concepts are related, and I think when you associate with other people who are further ahead in the journey with you, it's just going to lift your boat. So every guy in Argent Alpha is at some level just a positive, growth-oriented, I'm going to make it happen kind of guy, and so that band of brothers is. <laughs> Just help. So the whoever the weakest link is, they're way better being in that group. Um, and I always joke, like, I never want to be the lead dog. I want to be the guy chasing taillights because that's how I'm going to get better. And so I think that that's a big part of it. So being aware that you, who you hang out with is going to affect your mindset. If you're around a bunch of people who are talking about you know, more of a victim mindset and all the negative things, and it's like you're going to get dragged. It's really, it's almost impossible Um to really overcome that. So I think who you hang out with, that's a big thing. And then do you, you, you got to practice this. This is a muscle to build. So, uh, and you can, you can go from a fixed to a growth mindset. It's not easy, but like anything, uh, I did a post today on this about basically something's greater than nothing. So putting points on the board every day in intentionally into things that are important to you, that plays into this whole idea of creating standards. So let's just say uh, like, um, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a backup. Should I just go through each one of the standards real quick? And we sure, can dive? Yeah. yeah. So we call it the Alpha Five. So these are five standards that when you set standards in these areas and follow them and then increase them over time, 
your your health's going to improve your body fat's going to drop you're going to get stronger your biological age is going to reverse so you're on a cellular level you'll be younger than your chronological age and that gets into you mentioned lifespan or or health or or long uh, how long you live that's the concept of health span how well you live and so five areas mindset number one sleep is number two nutrition's number three fitness is number four and hydration's number five and our belief is as you optimize each one of those everything in your life gets better and so um, typically the hydration one is the easiest one so our, our guidance there is you set a standard of, of drinking half your body weight in ounces of water so you as let's just call you a 200 pounder jared you'd want to drink at least 100 ounces per day now you work out so you're going to probably bump that up to a gallon and you just you'll you'll find that 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 uh sweet spot for you and some guys joke like i feel like i've been waterboarded as they start getting, getting into this and that's because like 75 percent or so of americans are, are chronically dehydrated so that's one of the things where if you're not hydrated it sounds simple like well, drink water that's a standard yeah because you're you're probably dehydrated mm. so that's one we get guys started on the mindset one's another one and really um i like starting people on this concept i've called bookending so it's starting your day with a morning routine. I call that pre-game planning. And then ending your day with an evening routine, which we call the victory lap. And we, we have some basics in there, but the morning routine is, what are the top three things you want to have happen today that are important to you? That just, they have to get done no matter what. And, and when you complete them at the end of the day, when you're doing your victory lap, you can say, this is a good day. Yeah. And so that's probably not a trip to the grocery store as one of those things. Um, it could be, I guess, but it's, what are those top three things? And, um, and then it, when you get guys journaling, they'll then maybe review their future self. Like, why are they doing this? They'll look at, um, what do they need to do in the rest of their alpha five? And so the, the minimum though, is what do you need to have happen today? Set an intention for it. The victory lap is kind of fun because you're writing down all the wins from the day. And sometimes the wins are, I took the dog for a walk. It's like, Hey, something had to go right. Even if it was a total crappy day. What are some wins? And then preview the next day. And so I like to like list out the priorities for the next morning. I don't I don't rank them. I just dump all the stuff out of my brain. That way I start moving into a parasympathetic nervous state. I, I, the rest and digest stage so I can go to bed and sleep without having all these ideas in my head. So my journal, I mean, you, you can't see it, but I, I'm holding it up for the camera, is just filled with notes. And a lot of this is just stuff I'll look at the next morning. And then I'll prioritize. But um, the whole idea of bookending is I start and end each day with something I can control. And it's a positive growth-oriented experience. I could have in the middle of that just chaos. But when I start and end it, it so that's that's kind of a game changer for guys in the mindset piece. That's awesome. And I think how these are all uh, these, are, these are all tied together so closely. Your alpha five is mindset, sleep, nutrition, fitness, and hydration. We've talked a lot about mindset. You've talked some about hydration. But I would assume... That's your that's your book ending, and some of your goals perhaps are are fitness uh, related, and 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 why not? Why 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 not? Is that kind of is that kind of the, the the flow of how you work through these five and, and how they all tie together? Yeah, they're all related. So, for example, mindset kind of um, uh, kind of loads the gun. You know, that's a, it, it. That starts everything. And then, uh, what needs to be true to get a good night's sleep? I mean, if you're if you're not sleeping well and recovering well, it's really hard to. Uh, hit the training like you like you need to, and then nutrition. You know, everybody when they so many people want to go out and start working out if they're trying to lose weight. And again, with seventy five percent of Americans overweight or obese, um, 
they, yeah, workouts are important. It's all done in the kitchen. It's what you eat. That's going to drive that 80 plus percent of it is what you eat. And movement's important. Um, some guys that's just hitting steps. It might be 5,000 steps, 6,000 steps. And then we've got guys who are doing powerlifting. So it's like, it, it's not necessarily do what this guy does. Where are you? And let's just start raising your standards. So for some guys, it's getting them to 10,000 steps a day. Um, it might be an introduction to strength training. Uh, our, our core of our program where we want to get people to is is strength training because as, a, as men over 50, and this goes for women too, the natural loss of muscle is called sarcopenia. You will start losing 1% to 2% every year. And our program, I, I've got a 65-year-old guy who's lost 30 pounds of fat in the last 10 months and added 7 pounds of muscle. And so he's completely defiant. So you can you can offset sarcopenia. And then your doctor is probably not going to talk to you about it. He's not going to recommend any of the stuff we're talking about. And so these are those things that get into like, how do I make the second half of life the best half? Well, it starts with don't be weak and don't be fat. You know, get strong, drop that fat, be mobile, have a positive mindset. So all of our standards really tie into that either directly or indirectly. I, I, I just love it because a, uh, again, like I said, at the beginning of the show, I'm a fan of, uh, of, of your message and just how important the physical side of of life is. And secondly, it's so counterculture. You just kind of said it, you know, like you won't get this type of advice everywhere. And if you just look at the narrative on retirement, this is, this is so against that. And what's sad for me as kind of the younger generation, the generation behind boomers and retirees, I see them buying the lies that you can't do these things, but you just laid out five areas that don't take a lot to at least get the ball rolling. Uh, that's, that's what I'm, I'm such a fan of your message because it's just, it's, it's countercultural and it goes against the narrative of how you're supposed to live at that age. Well, it's funny. So if we had a whiteboard, I'd write down these five standards, mindset, sleep, nutrition, fitness, hydration. And then um, a lot of guys will ask me like, well, how much time does this take? And I said, well, um, it doesn't take any extra time. And they'll kind of look at me funny. I'll say, well, you already think you're already sleep. You already eat, you already move, you already drink. We're just swapping out lower grade standards for higher grade standards. So we're just swapping habits. Now, the reality is, is as if you're not moving at all um, and you're not, you, you, yeah, there's going to be you know, maybe 30 minutes a day uh, in the training side of things. or fit. We call it training, uh, but the, in the fitness bucket. Um, nutrition, yeah, you got to make different choices. You're still going to eat. Doesn't mean you necessarily even have to eat less. Um, I think right now the average American's diet consists of 63% of ultra-processed foods. That's one of the biggest reasons why we have an, we have an obesity ep- epidemic. And all this chronic disease, I would argue most of it anyway, flows from being overweight and obese. Diabetes, heart disease, strokes, um, even COVID we saw. The people who were impacted the most were elderly people and uh, people who were overweight. And typically those, if they were elderly, they were also overweight. And so there's just no benefits to being fat. And people like say, hey, you can't say fat. No, let's just call a spade a spade. I mean, this is news flowery language, but, um, and I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. It's just like all progress starts by telling the truth. Yeah. And so that's the truth. I would agree with you. This is probably going to sting to, 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 to some people. We we don't, we hope it edifies and, and motivates you to make some changes. We have about a minute left, but just talk about this for a second. Everything we talked about, again, even having this different growth mindset, you are becoming that person. 
it may not have manifested totally. You may not where you want to be yet, but talk about just the importance here as we wrap up in the next, you know, 60 to 90 seconds, how important it is to just start thinking like that person, start acting like that person, start thinking about like, what would a healthy person do? That was talked about in James Clear book, Habits. What would a healthy person do? What would a person who has a growth mindset, how would they think? How would they start their day? Just how have you seen people that just started becoming the person that they wanted to be transform their life. So you referenced James Clear, and what you're talking about is his um, uh, the, the 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 creating an identity shift. And so that's why most diets don't work because they're they're goal oriented. Goals are great, and you can go out and lose 20 pounds and then you'll gain it back because you haven't changed your identity of who you believe you are. So that's one of the things we do. We call it the future self process with by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. So create the person you want to be on paper. And then um, I like this model called Be, Do, Have. Start being the person you want to be. Start doing the things that that person does. And you'll eventually have the things that that person has. Now, the average person does the opposite. Once I have this, then I'll start doing these things. And then I'll be that person. Well, guess what? Never happens. Never starts. You just got to start being that person. And uh, so, yeah, if if you're 40 pounds overweight, what? start modeling the behavior of that person who's not 40 pounds overweight. Um, and you can do it on your own. You can talk to somebody, talk to you, talk to Jared. Like, well, hey, how did you go from 250 to under 200 pounds? I mean, you, I know you've got your own story on that. And so it's not that hard, but you got to want it. And um, it, it all starts with just start being that person. And that identity shift will happen. Well, thank you so much for listening to this conversation with special guest Scott Jagosinski. For more information or to join Scott's weekly newsletter, visit his website, ArgentAlpha.com. Until next time, I'm Jared Sylvester. Remember, don't retire, become repurposed. We'll see you then. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance Services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.